It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Kevin Connors joining us as we speak. Kevin, I mean, are you? Do you ever get to leave the studio and go home to your friends and family? I mean, it's pretty amazing. You do sports centers. You, you know, half times you're always there. I mean, it is a remarkable how much they lean on you. Uh, do you have some time? Like, can you go get the kids from school? What's what is a what is a day in the life of Kevin Connors? When do you have to when do you have to show up in Bristol to uh, to get ready for a slate of games? Matt, they allow me to FaceTime from the cot that's set up for me in the studio. <laughs> but other than that, I'm here most of the time. Uh, now, you know, listen, it's one of those things. Those of us who are in the industry or whatever your industry is, you may know. It's one of those things where. You complain about how much you work, and then when you're not working on something, you say, boy, why didn't they assign me to that? So <laughs> if I'm here a lot, that's, that's, uh, that's perfectly fine. This is the time of year that you want to be here. All right. Sounds like you're, you're describing Ed Werder to me. That is my, uh, <laughs> my podcast co-host and great friend, but my goodness, you know, you're right. He, I can't believe they're killing me like this, and then the one day he's getting to go play golf. It's like, well, they didn't even send me there. Oh, they didn't send me to this game. Well, wait, I thought you were. I thought they were working you too hard, Ed. Which one is it? But uh, I think you've hit on something, Kevin. And I, I may play that back for Ed. I think he needs to hear that. Um, well, now, isn't this amazing? This uh, the Big Twelve right now on a nightly basis. We talk about all oh, the greatest conference. And you never know. I got to say, this is concerning to our Baylor audience, what's happened in these last two second halves against Kansas and then Kansas State. That, that, that little Kansas two-step needs to be forgotten. And, and you got, and you got to kind of move on. But, uh, and, and you got to tip your hat to uh, Jerome Tang, a great friend of this show. But, um, Kevin, you watch this stuff. You know these teams. I mean – that's kind of weird, isn't it, to see Baylor just have back-to-back sort of second-half no-shows in those two games against the Kansas teams? It is other than in the context of, wait a minute, one of them was a game in Fog Allen Fieldhouse against the defending national champions who are as good a shot as anyone to repeat this year. And then Kansas State last night is obviously a tremendous team. Look. How good is the Big 12? Baylor has six conference wins, and they're a top-10 team. So if I'm a Baylor fan and I understand you want your team to win every night and you want to be playing your best ball at this time of year, here's what I would say. I think you want to get a guy like Jonathan Chamwachachu, a healthy, playing, quality minutes, and ready to go come tournament time. And obviously you want to win all these games. But feel really good where you're at because Kansas City is going to be – Final Four 2.0. It's going to be that good. So be concerned if your team is playing well there going into the tournament. Not not so much right now with losing games to two teams who very well could end up in the Final Four themselves. That's my take. I like it. You're making me feel a little bit better. Um, which uh, which Keontae, by the way, have you been the most impressed with? The one at K-State or the one at Baylor? That may be an impossible thing to answer, but, you know, one's a veteran, one's a freshman, but it was kind of cool to see them going up against each other. 
Uh, one's going to be a lottery pick, and one may play in the NBA for sure. But isn't it? I mean, it, it is kind of amazing to see those two guys on the court, and then and we'll stick with our Keontae at Baylor. I mean that that Kevin, it's rare to see someone that fully formed as a freshman. I know we got used to seeing it at Kentucky. We don't quite see it as much as we used to. Maybe a little bit at Arkansas, maybe even at Alabama a little bit this year. But that's pretty. I mean, who's better than Keontae George as a freshman in college basketball right now? I think that the one name that comes to mind is Brandon Miller at Alabama, who is dealing mm-hmm. with his own issues. Yes. And they are very, very serious issues. And if you're unfamiliar, I suggest you head to ESPN.com and read up about it. He'd be the one guy that comes to mind. Listen, we had a chance, Matt, to chat with Keontae George last week. Sean Farnham and I had him in a segment that we do uh, called the Players' Lounge. And, you know, it's one thing to see how mature he plays on the floor, and then it's another thing to talk with him. And he just I'm, – I'm never not amazed at an 18-, 19-year-old kid who is going to be coming on ESPN – and he, you know, it was it was as if he was tying his shoes. It was he was, you know, so so under control, so cool and calm and collected. And what a big time player! You know, you can turn on the TV and you can see guys and you can say, okay, this guy has potential, and, you know, or this guy might get there one day. And with a Keontae George, you just say, you could take that Baylor jersey off him and put a Dallas Mavericks jersey on him right now. And the shots that he makes, you, you know, you wouldn't even think twice. He's he's that good. Listen, Keontae Johnson, if not for DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills, is the ESPY winner for Comeback Player of the Year. He's been an unbelievable story. Both are great. The Big 12 on the whole has just dominated all of college basketball this year. But for the purposes of our audience here, you know, Keontae George has been a pleasure to watch, and it's amazing to see just how ready he is right now. All right. Um, feel free to use that. That Keontae versus Keontae. It just popped into my head. You know, I don't prepare too much for things, but uh, I can see Lafonso and Coach uh, Seth kind of enjoying that. So, uh, you know, y'all, y'all go with that if you if you want to. Kevin Connors from uh, ESPN Sports Center host does it all. You know him from college basketball. What about um, Jerome Tang though? I mean, as, as hard as it, it is to say, I mean, he swept Scott Drew. And, and Jerome's a great friend. I love the guy. Scott loves him, too. I mean, if you had to pick your 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 best coach in the country, your, your coach of the year right now, would you be leaning Jerome's way or would you be leaning Bill Self's way? Because, my goodness, Fran, who is also a good friend, but Fran was going a little – I had to even almost – I almost had to text him, hey, Okay, let's not go too overboard on this Bill Self stuff right now. I mean, they did lose, like, earlier this season, didn't they lose four out of five conference games? I mean, they, he is an unbelievable coach. But I'm just wondering which way you're leaning. You could tell which way I'm leaning. Um, of, of those two, and maybe there's somebody else I'm not thinking about out there because you know the mid-majors more than most people. Um, who is Who are your three or four names in your national coach of the year list right now? So let me get my Kansas rant out of the way. Um, You know, not everyone gets into the weeds with the metrics and things like that. Here's what you need to know about Kansas. Kansas has 14 quad one wins. That means you're either beating one of the top 30 teams at home or you're going on the road and knocking off a top 
I think it's 75 team, or on a neutral site, it's top 40, thereabouts. In other words, they have 14 wins against the best teams in the country. Texas is the only other team in college basketball with double-digit quad one wins. They have 10. I spoke with Joe Lenardi twice this weekend uh, and once off air, and I said, Joe, explain to me how Kansas is not the number one overall seed right now. And I don't have a dog in the fight, and I'm sure your Baylor audience is done hearing about Kansas. I'm just looking at it honestly and saying their, their resume is way better than everybody else's. Now, listen, it's February 20-whatever, and so who really cares? I'm just saying – They've got the resume. Now, does Bill Self, who's got a top one recruiting class every year, does that make him coach of the year? You know, in my book, I weigh what are the expectations coming in. I'll tell you what the expectations at Kansas State were, not top 14 in the country. No. What Jerome Tang has done is been, has been amazing. The only other guy, Matt, whose name I would put in the conversation is Shaka Smart at Marquette. They're a top 10 team. You know, Shaka went to Texas. I don't think it was the right fit. I think he's better with more blue-collar guys than five-star guys, and he's got them playing really well in the Big East. So those would be the three that come to mind for me. And maybe Mick Cronin, too. Mick Cronin's done a you know, fantastic job at UCLA. Shaka put it on the Bears earlier this season. So, and, and, of course, Scott owned him when he was at Texas. And I think you're right. I mean, that's why they got to be a little careful on this thing. Rodney Terry's done a great job. But, you know, is he truly the right fit? He got thrown into a weird spot. They had a lot of talent on that team. So that's going to be fascinating to see what Texas decides to do. Because how do you not go with Rodney Terry if he wins a share of the conference title or wins the conference tournament or goes deep in the tournament? I mean, I do think, you know, when I've talked to Fran about this, he has to do probably one of those things to get the, get, to get the head coaching job because he's not who Texas would normally try to pick to be their head coach. But he's done a phenomenal job. Where do you think that's going with the horns? Do you, and what do you think he has to do still to, to land that job moving forward? I think what Rodney Terry's done has been unbelievable. I mean, imagine trying to keep your team focused throughout that and then he's not only kept them focused but in the best conference in the country they're tied for the lead they're a top 10 team he's done an amazing job listen that generally comes down to the people who cut the checks are they okay with that decision from the athletic director here's what i'll say about that if 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 rodney doesn't get the texas job he's lined himself up for another big time opportunity I mean, he's been at Texas multiple times. He's clearly proven that he can coach and that the players want to play for him. To me, that makes a lot of sense. But once you get at that level, and that is, you know, we had the conversation, is that a top five job in college basketball? It certainly is in football. Uh, College basketball, maybe it's top 10, maybe top 12. So what happens at those levels is, you know, behind closed doors is beyond what I can speak to. I, I know that that's probably not just the athletic director's decision, although Rodney Terry puts the athletic director in a very difficult spot if Texas goes ahead and wins the Big 12 Conference church, uh, Tournament, that's for sure. All right, so how's your research coming for the, the Big 12 Tournament? And, I mean, is it I, – I know you kind of like me to maybe swing by and say hello or wave on the set. I mean, what I would really hope for – 
is we'd go get some burn-ins or get out after one of these kind of deals. So, uh, you know, I don't know. And I know you're a guy who likes to get in the hotel room quickly, get rest. I mean, do copious research. But, I mean, do you think you could possibly get out one night in Kansas City? Is that a possibility? It's, let's make it a done deal. Let's do it right now on, on radio <laughs> so that there's no excuses for me. I usually, generally speaking, Matt, you know me, there's a, there's a Bieber-type throng that follows me around, and I try to duck out the back end of the arena to make sure that, that that's not a scene. But uh, let's do that for sure, man. I, I would love to do that. All right, I like it. I wanted to do that publicly, uh, so so yeah, you would have to have that answer now. As you as you get ready for it, though, what is the legitimate number of teams? I mean, I, I got to admit, I this West Virginia thing exhausts me. I mean, there's some yeah. guy named Ethan Bach. He seems like a nice guy. I see him on Twitter, and it's always like bracketology. There, this in the net rankings. I mean, my take is that if you win five or six games, you should not be in the NCAA tournament. Yet they play in such a good conference, and they've won enough games where they're at least in the conversation. Where are you with all of that? I mean, the cool story would be if Tech somehow plays its way back into this thing after starting. What zero and eight or zero and nine? I mean, that was that was a rough start. Brutal start. Um, and you know, I it's neat. I got I got to do a, a feature story on Fardaw's Amac, their big guy, when he was at Utah Valley. Mm. Yeah, fascinating uh, story. Really nice young man, and I think that they really missed him a lot. You know, uh, early on, and I, I was saying Matt when they were zero and eight, zero and nine, and I said, you know what? There's not a team in the league. I don't care if it's Kansas or Texas or Baylor or no one would want to see them in the big 12 tournament. And I I still firmly believe that. Um, How many teams do I realistically think make the tournament? I think it will. I think Oklahoma's out. I I just, you know, obviously you have to have a winning record. What's so unbelievable. And I go back to this in studio every time we do an Oklahoma highlight, that's a team that beat Alabama by 30 (laughs) Alabama, a team that was number one for good portions of the year, lost by 30 to a last-place team in the Big 12 who's two games under 500. Um, I think between Texas Tech and West Virginia, uh, they they do enough over the final two weeks and in Kansas City to to make their case. Again, when when you go to the metrics and you consider where all these teams are in the net rankings and and the Ken Palm and the strength of schedule and et cetera, et cetera. Every Big 12 team has phenomenal, phenomenal metrics. Um, Oklahoma right now in the net is uh, 72, so they dropped a little bit. But they're two games under 500, and, you know, and they're ahead of some quality teams. So anyway, the point is, mm-hmm. I can't it's, it, someone on our air said 10. <laughs> the Big 12's not getting 10 teams, okay? Uh, no. I, I still think the number is eight. I think between West Virginia and Texas Tech, one of those two gets in. All right, Porter Moser. I, I mean, he's uh, he's a guy I think that's going to be ready for that SEC uh, because uh, SEC, while it does have – oh, and by the way, Texas A&M. How about that? We got a lot of Aggies listeners on the station because we're heard in College Station as well. Isn't that, isn't that a great story 
how Buzz took a team that was kind of just flopping around in non-conference. And, and again, I don't think that's a great conference, but you got to take your hat off to what the Aggies are doing right now. I, 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 gotta, I, I think the Aggies need to end up being a decent seed in the NCAA tournament, the way they're playing. You remember back in November when, when Texas A&M as a ranked team went to Myrtle Beach and lost to Murray State and Colorado? Yes. And if your audience isn't up to speed on the Pac-12, Colorado is not a player, okay, not a tournament team. And, 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 and you said back then, oh, my God, what's, what's going on with A&M? You're right. I mean, and what, and what Buzz has been able to do here in the month of February with beating Auburn and beating Arkansas, still a good Arkansas team, winning at Missouri – beating Tennessee, there will be no need for a long news conference with a lengthy written statement this year for Buzz because they are a tournament team, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, we don't have time to play one of those rants that Buzz likes to do. (laughs) So we need him to get into the tournament. That was about a seven-minute rant that he had written out there. Uh, Do you ever go with – do you have any three-piece suits like Buzz wears – I mean, you're a guy that has been to the haberdasher, uh, haberdashery yeah. at some point. Do you have anything like that, or you just have more of the typical three-button athletic-type suit? I do have three-piece suits, but none with the pink satin on the inside of the jacket. You know what I mean? Like, Buzz is able to pull that off. Um, I, I, don't, I can't go to that level. Um, and I've sort of pulled back a bit with the three-piece suits. Um, based primarily on Twitter interactions telling me I look like a buffoon. But, but it works for Buzz, so that's his lane. You stay off that Twitter. You're, you do not <laughs> listen to these people. And you're you're a thin guy, so you can kind of – and you're a TV guy. You can wear pretty much anything you want. The, the Buzzes of the world and the, the Mosleys, we have to kind of watch it because we kind of have expanding <laughs> waistlines. All right, uh, Kevin, that was fun. I knew it would be, and I, I try to pick my spots. I mean, you're a very busy man, but I thought, hey, today I'm going to give it a go, and I uh, I appreciate you coming on. I look forward to seeing you in Kansas City. Same here, and we'll enjoy a conversation off air over some burn ends there in KC. I think that'll be good. There he goes, Kevin Connors, and you watch him on ESPN and uh, does Sports Center. He really does it all. And he does such a great job. And one of the great things about Kevin is he doesn't matter whether it's uh, John uh, Anderson or Michael Eaves or Neil Everett. You know, it doesn't matter who they put him with. He just does beautifully. And he doesn't have much of an ego, which is really saying something when it comes to ESPN personalities. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. ESPN Central Texas Campus Confidential. 